Okay, this week we are driving <laughs> oh. uh, into a, a, a classic film. Uh, some have called it a masterpiece. It stars Robert De Niro and Jodie Foster. Um, a film that explores uh, sanity and perspective and um, insomnia and uh, trauma um, you know, all those things kind of wrapped up in one and, um, in some ways human nature and, you know, the New York City in the seventies, that kind of thing. Uh, of course, I'm talking about Martin Scorsese's classic film, Taxi Driver. Um, we shall do a deep dive into this. Uh, I'm very excited. A deep dive we shall do, but Hunter, yes. I want to ask you this. Okay. But is Taxi Driver good? We shall discuss. And there's a very clear answer to that question. Okay. But is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome. Welcome. To episode 83. To episode 83. Of But Is It Good Podcast. Of the But Is It Good Podcast. I'm your host, Hunter Callahan. Starring Zach Olson. What? <laughs> also starring Hunter Callahan. And as always. Produced, directed, screenplay, and also starring mm-hmm. <laughs> Whiskers Queen Elizabeth Olson-Callahan the third. So, quick story, funny story. Um, I just got back from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Tennessee. Tennessee. A uh, little weekend getaway. Yeah. And we went to um, Maple Street Biscuits. For great breakfast. place. Um, great place. Did not realize that we have one in Atlanta. I think it's brand new. Yeah, on the west side. Uh, but it's on the west side, yep. Uh, but we went to the one in Chattanooga, and they, when you, when you give the order, they ask you a question of the month, and it's like, that's how they call your order out. Okay. So they say, it's fav- what's your favorite color? Green. They'll be like, oh, green. Okay. I've been to the one on the West. I thought I just like ordered from there, okay. but I've been there because okay. I've done this. Yeah. Yes. And the question of the month was, what's your pet's name? And so we were talking, we're like, oh, we need to do like Amos or Addy. And I was like, a whiskey. And I thought we should tell him whiskey's full name. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? No. Um, what? So What kind it, of story it, is this? I'm sorry, but it would have been funny if they were like, we have an order for Whiskers, Queen Elizabeth, Olsen, Olsen Nash, Callie, and the third. We said Amos. Mm-hmm. We almost said stink, but we just thought let's just be simple and say Amos. It's very good, by the way. Yeah. Anyway, how are you? I'm great. Yeah. Yeah. Just um, sign a lease at yep. a new place. So that's a, that's a move in. Move up, move up to the north side. Yes. No longer live with my father. Yes. I'm very jealous. Very excited for you. Mm-hmm. We were just talking about how we're next. Y'all are next. We're next. Yeah. It's I'm going to be searching for three-bedroom apartments with fences <laughs> or, I guess, houses. Yeah. It's gonna be something. It's gonna be difficult. To any, keep. If any listeners out there have a house in the Atlanta area, if you know a guy, preferably ITP or on the north side, uh, just e- email in. You can find me on Instagram. And DM. if you're from like California or Ireland, ITP means inside the perimeter. Inside <laughs> the perimeter of Atlanta. Also, if you're from Austin, I'm going to Austin tomorrow. So hit me up. Tell me what uh, what's fun to do in Austin. Speaking of Austin, yeah. Austin Riley. We'll talk about him during the yes. Braves Minute. Let's talk about the movie. P.S. This is Austin. <laughs> and I still love you. Have you heard that song before? Uh, what? This is Austin. You heard that song before? No. <laughs> P.S. This is Austin. I still love you. 
No idea. Okay. <laughs> no idea. Who, I think it's who? Austin. Is it Austin? Oh, well. um, anyway. I know a song called Stop Smoking, We Love You. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's just like, stop smoking, we love you. That's it. And then, there's a, then when they break it down, they're like, and we don't want you to die. It's a we good song. We don't want you to die. Good song. That's it. Those are the only lyrics. Um, let's see. Anything else going on? We mm-hmm. got a busy. I'm going to be traveling in a couple of weeks. It's going to be a lot. But oh, I have something to add to your brave minute. I'll tell you in, in your brave minute. Okay. It's my brave minute, but I'll give you like 10 seconds. Okay, cool. Um, I think that's it. Cool. Uh, we just, uh, as of this recording, about an hour ago, just released our um, schedule for August. August is m- toxic male month, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> raging, raging t- uh, testosterone, mm-hmm. uh, toxic masculinity month. August. But I'm excited for it. Not a celebration. No, it's not a celebration. A spotlight. This is actually, but, but it's... it's, it's this is uh, like a 60 minutes. But it's a full month. But times five. So what are we doing? We're doing, uh, this week we're doing Taxi Driver. Mm-hmm. We're doing Scarface. Yeah. Doing Heat. Yep. With a good friend, Ethan Williams. Uh, then we're doing Men. Yeah. With Jordan Petty. Finally doing Men. Waited my whole life to do Men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then wrapping up with, with, with one of our favorite films, uh, Drive. Drive. Starting off with, with a taxi, and ending with a stunt car. Yep. Perfect. So this is our rendition of 300 minutes. I did the math. Oh, gotcha. I don't know why I needed a calculator. Gotcha. It's so sad. I work with Wait, words. What does that mean? Because we're doing five episodes this month. Oh, 60 minutes. 60 minutes. Ah, yeah. 300 Six minutes. Six times five is 30. It's, but yeah. <laughs> Add a zero. <laughs> uh, cool. And I work with words. See. Last thing. So what these else? These things are difficult sometimes. Uh, please like, subscribe, share. Yeah. Leave us a review. Please do. On the old Apple podcast and stuff. Um, and yeah. Ready? We appreciate your feedback. We've been getting a lot of it. It's tons. <laughs> Why are you laughing? And it's been good. Why are you laughing? I'm just laughing at your face. I love your glasses. <laughs> I'm going to bump, bump the game up. Did you do that in the last I, one? I think I forgot. <laughs> You're gross, man. Who? Uh, you are. No. It's just natural body bodily functions, isn't it? That was not me. What are you talking about? <laughs> Whiskey, baby. He who, who, he who laughed at it. Dealt it? <laughs> blasted it. Perfect. All right, it's been seven minutes. Let's talk about the movie. <laughs> All right, Taxi Driver. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what, year, what year did it come out? Was 1976. It? Wow. Um, when did you first see this film? The first time I saw this film was in the basement of Ethan Williams' house. I Back think, in like was I there? 2012, maybe? Was I there? Maybe it was 2011. I think I might have been there. You might have been there. Because I'm trying you're to probably think, there. This is I must have seen it from him. There's no other way you could have seen this film. Well, like it took me 24 years to see Pulp Fiction. Okay, that's <laughs> good point. So like, I didn't really get into movies like I am now until probably like my early to mid 20s. Anyway, mm-hmm. so I don't think I would have seen it when we were eight, 19. Yeah, but Ethan, Ethan introduced me. But to Ethan this film. was in this film, so uh, probably was at his house, mm-hmm. and we'll discuss. Mm-hmm. Um, 
we'll be having him on soon. So thank you, yeah. for Ethan. Yeah. By the way, we're yeah. going to be doing Heat with Ethan in two weeks. Yes. So uh, Heat stars Robert De Niro and Al Pacino. We got a little so mini series coming on. This week we're doing a Robert De Niro film, mm-hmm. Taxi Driver. Next week we're doing Scarface, Al Pacino, an Al Pacino film. And then it's going to culminate. Uh, it's going to be great. We're doing a little mini Al Pacino, De Niro. We should have done like Irishman or something like that. We should have done. You know what we should have done. Because I, I like woke up in the middle of the night and I was like, oh my God, we should have done this. So Godfather Part 1, Al Pacino's in it. Godfather Part 2, Robert De Niro plays a young uh, uh, Damn. person in it. You know, I haven't seen any of those movies. Really? Really. They're great. I, I <laughs> they're, they're awesome. They're called like the best movie ever. Do we want to just scrap the, let's go watch Godfather Part 1 right now. <laughs> review that one. It's no, eight, let's review this one. 825. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, your first thoughts. I guess does this thing spoilers? It's it's almost forty years old. I don't think we need a spoiler it's almost alert. Fifty years old, actually. If you me. haven't seen, if you haven't seen Taxi Driver, have you seen Joker? You seen this movie? Then <laughs> you ain't talking to me because I won't talk to you if you haven't yeah. seen Taxi okay, Driver. Okay, so but still, That's not true. I'll at least keep you. it brief in this section. First thoughts on on this rewatch, or your first thoughts when you first watched it? Yeah. So this film made me deeply uncomfortable throughout. Mm-hmm. Uh, not just like, well, his behavior, you know, yep. he's kind of, you know, his behavior. <laughs> we'll talk about yeah. that. But also just like the things that, that happen around him, all the, you know, he's this late night taxi driver, mm-hmm. right? That's the, that's, that's the name of the film. Wow. Wow. And he, he sees all this stuff. Some of it's not good stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, the scene where, oh, this is spoiler free. Yeah, this is deep. It's a deeply unsettling movie yeah. with <laughs> with a uh, a climax and then a wait. What's going on? Yep. Ending. Yep. Uh, and we'll discuss all of that. Yeah. Um, kind of the same. I think this is a. It's a very unsettling film. I think it's a masterclass in movie making. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure what number film this was for Scorsese, but you can tell it's early. Um, but it's just it's just a it's just a. I mean, it's a masterclass in it. It's a. There are parts maybe that have aged just in the, because we were so desensitized to them and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. like towards the end. But the the shots, the framing, the acting, the writings, all superb. This is his fifth directed feature. Okay. Gotcha. Um, and it's just great. I mean, all around, uh, it's slow. It's it's intentional. It's mm-hmm. particular. You know, it's it's it knows what it's doing, um, and it's very haunting. And it's also psychologically challenging, particularly towards the end. You know, you don't really know what's going on. Uh, but I really love it. I think when I first watched it, I enjoyed it. Maybe didn't appreciate it. Or really know what was going on as much. But now it's like, this is really, really brilliant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's my thoughts. Those are your thoughts. See you guys next week. Well, <laughs> let's dive right in to... Movie in a minute, type of movie in a minute. We got 60 seconds to talk about a movie, and Hunter's gonna talk about that movie. I am. I messed up the charger. Shit, shit. What happened? Okay. Are we back? Let me, let me, let me plug in the, 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 the camera. Do you want to vamp or let me just cut it? Uh, I'm gonna hype you up. All right, cool, let's go. Hunter's got great hair, and he's gonna talk about a movie, and he's got a cat, and her, her name is Whiskey, and he's gonna talk about a movie, and this is me hyping him up. The only good things I can say about him is he's going to talk about a movie. He's got hair. So I uh, 
And eyebrows. I put dry shampoo in my hair and you can see it. <laughs> you can see it? Yeah, see it? Sounds like whitish. It's just because like I oh, didn't yeah. wash my hair today because I drove okay. back from Chattanooga. Yeah. And then I was like, I got to do the video. I'm also disgusting when I travel. It's just, you know, like, whatever. Whatever. I look damn good. You look so fresh and so clean, clean. Damn it. All right, cool. Can you give me a timer? Because I don't trust myself to time myself on this. Video. Yeah, I got you. Let's see. Clock. All right, this is uh, Taxi Driver. Mm-hmm. Movie in a minute. Oh, we can get whiskey in the video. Look at her. Featuring whiskey. Featuring whiskey. My sweet baby. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. All right, in three. Wait, I was like, what? what you? <laughs> All right, I'm ready. Taxi Driver, movie in a minute. Take one, because we know Hunter's going to mess up. In three, two, one, go. Okay, it's 1976, New York City. We meet uh, Travis Bickle. He's 26 years old. He's a vet. He's a former Marine. He can't sleep. He uh, he has insomnia, so he's going to be like, I'm going to go drive around and get paid for it. So he, he becomes a taxi driver. He, you know, he's a little off. He doesn't, he kind of struggles with social cues. Um, he's driving around in a taxi, seeing some rough things, some rough people, you know, New York City in the 70s. Um, slowly kind of, his mental state is kind of going downhill. He gets obsessed with Betsy. She's uh, beautiful. She works for uh, Palantine's running for president. They go on a date. Then he takes her to a porn theater because he's like, that's what people do on first dates. You know, it's normal stuff. She's like, no, this is gross. So he gets rejected. So he kind of spirals into this crazy state. He goes and buys a bunch of guns and like traps them to himself. He's going to go uh, assassinate Palantine. He gets obsessed with Jodie Foster. She's 12, but she's a prostitute. Uh, Iris is her name. Uh, then he goes rampage to try and save her, kills her pimp, kills this other guy, kills this other dude. And then he saves her and he's the hero. Time. You did it. He's the hero. Perfection. Which is interesting. Interesting ending. We'll discuss that. Let's. Okay. So I actually watched this. We can kind of jump right straight to the end for a second to kind of give a brief, um, like, a, hey, this is what's coming. Um, I was watching this <clears throat> with Hannah. Well, not really with Hannah. She was just in the room. Mm-hmm. I was finishing it earlier today because I started it in Chattanooga. Anyway, um, she was watching the end with me, and she saw the ending when, you know, the spoilers from here on out, just in case I hasn't seen it, when he shoots up the the house. They actually have, I saw on Wikipedia, it's called, they have a house of assignation? Anyway, it's like a brothel. Okay. <clears throat> um, and he gets shot in the neck and the arm, you know, whatever, and then it cuts to, like, he's talking to Wiz and the other guy, I forget his name. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like, wait, what? What the heck? What is this? And I was like, exactly. <laughs> That's the point. She was like, he's he's alive? And I was like, mm-hmm. not just alive. He apparently is great and is the hero. And yeah. now he's like, I don't need you, Betsy. So we'll, we'll get there. Um, but it's very fascinating about how it's done. Okay, so where, how do you want to start with this? Um, let's start at the beginning. So we have, uh, Travis Bickle, who is honorably discharged from the Marines. I think I called him Travis Fickle in the maybe minute, did I? Uh, I think you did. Damn it. But it's okay. His name's Travis Bickle. Yep. Um, he's got PTSD, like obviously. Yes. He lives in New York City Mm -hmm. and he thinks that it is filled with scum and trash. Yes. Which it kind of is. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's also like... 
I mean, people. No, I meant like I meant like literally. It's very dirty. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, but that's but also also maybe and I didn't live in New York City in the seventies or eighties, so I could be mm-hmm. wrong. But there was a period of like downturn. Sure. I would say, um, at least it's presented that way mm-hmm. in history and in media from the time. There's uh, a lot of steam coming up from the. There is a lot of steam, but also like Times Square was full of like. You know, like porno theaters and like strip mm-hmm. clubs and that kind of stuff. And you saw like all those signs used to be like five girls, new girls, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of stuff. And so that's definitely prevalent. In and this now time. it says like, now it's like Apple, Harry Styles, <laughs> which is the new porn. You're not wrong. The new, the new <laughs> porno theaters. You just go watch Harry Styles perform, mm-hmm. perform Watermelon Sugar, which is about the female orgasm. Watermelon Sugar, I. Hi. Watermelon sugar, high. <laughs> Watermelon sugar, high. That's porno right there. Watermelon sugar, high. X-rated. <laughs> anyway, um, what do you think of Travis? Like his, like the first third of the film, up until he gets rejected. Oh, he's terrifying throughout. Like it's. it's you think so? Yeah. Are you kidding? Okay. Well, yes. He 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 sees this girl from afar. And he just instantly becomes obsessed with her. Yeah. He goes, he like stakes her out at her workplace mm-hmm. and is just like watching her. Um, and then eventually he goes in there and he's like, we have a connection. I feel it. You feel it. Yeah. Screw that guy who I've never met in my life. Um, come with me. I'm going to put a slice of cheese on a piece of pie. That's terrifying. Putting a slice of cheese on apple pie. It's red flag. <laughs> also, I wanted to just point out every character in this film mm-hmm. is an incredible actor okay i did not realize i did not realize watching it the first time ago, yeah who all is in this movie oh yeah real fast just before we jump back into that we've got obviously de niro's bickle jodie foster this i think this is her first um film civil shepherd as betsy harvey keitel Ke- uh, as sport Mm-hmm. Um, Albert Brooks did not realize that was him as Tom. Yeah, he's really young. Um, and then Peter Boyle mm-hmm. is 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 Wiz, and then Scorsese himself shows up um, as the dude who wants to kill his wife. Anyway, um, there's something that's definitely off about Travis. In the first third, okay. But to me, like I was watching it, like he even he even gets Betsy to go on a date with him. Sure, there's something that's at least charming about him. Maybe not charming. Well, you know what it is? It's that he's not like other people in maybe, the city. Maybe right? he's he's different. He's bold enough to walk in there and be like, "I think you're the most beautiful girl I've ever seen in my life." Right, and she even says that she's like, "I've never I've never met anyone like yeah. you." After he's like, "I don't like that guy. Don't don't hang out with that guy." Yeah. But there's really interesting things where, like, during his conversations, this is not a quote of the film, but it could be like, um, I'm talking to you, right? And it's mm-hmm. like... I'll be Betsy. Yeah. And so, like, Hi. what if I... Okay, perfect. She's a Southern Belle, obviously. I'm uh, a Southern Belle. <laughs> if, say, he says, like, he says, I'm like, do you like your job? I do declare. I do. <laughs> Anyway, he could respond to that by saying, like, 
Yeah, but do you like your job? Well, heaven's me. Oh my god. <laughs> do do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. We're like <laughs> Do you really though? Yeah. Like like saying like I don't know, or like maybe It's like Nicolas Cage and Pig when he's like what are you doing here? Why are you? Why did you open this restaurant? And he's like, "Oh, this is a fine establishment." And he's like, "Why did you open this restaurant?" Yeah, or maybe Except it's like Nicolas Cage doesn't go on a rampage yeah, in that movie. It, it, it could be like if if he's like, "What's one plus one?" and she's like, two. and then he goes, "Why is there gravity?" There's like there's like no core. Like he just is gonna say what he wants to say no matter what. You know what I'm saying? Like he. Okay, that's different than what I thought you were saying before. No, but I'm saying like like he's. I mean, it's both of those things. Like he's, he's detached. Very, he's very, he's very detached. He's just like, there we go. like that, 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 that talk in the diner. It felt like, it felt like he would ask a question that was leading to a, then mm-hmm. she'd answer it as such. And he would just be at B mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. be like, why aren't you, you know what I'm saying? Like there's why? tons of people like that in the world. Oh yeah. Yeah. Totally. Uh, and they're fascinating and it can be very interesting. Um, but there's nothing about him that seems Dangerous. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like physically. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like he doesn't seem like he's gonna go on a rampage. Yeah. But then he starts to slowly like he goes to see Wiz and he's like, I don't know, man, I just got some some bad thoughts and I don't really mm-hmm. know, you know. It's clear like, that there there are people around him that can tell something is up. Like Wiz he was like tr- about to say something. He's like, I don't know, man. And Wiz is just like, You're all right, you're all right. But he like won't do it. Get, he, he get in the get in the cab yeah. and leave. He's like, You're you're fine, you're fine. He's like, go get laid, go right. Just do whatever. Do what young people do. Um, they didn't have Fortnite back then. They didn't have Fortnite then. Um, but that's what I think is so brilliant about this movie is that even from the get go, he's not quite likable, but you can almost feel for him a little bit. But even still, it's like something's off. Why? Why do you feel for him? Well, it's like he's obviously like isolated and looking for something. Sure. Right, and it, it seems like he wants human connection. He wants Betsy. He wants to mm-hmm. save her from her mundane job, mundane life. Yeah, right? but that's already like problematic to me. Yes, totally, <clears throat> totally. Because like, who is he to like, exactly come in on this white horse? Like, she seems very independent. Yeah, and like, she's doing well, right? Yeah. And, and she's made like, her own de- decisions. Yeah, and he's like, "No, I need to save you from this," which I think right. is why he's asking. He's like, "Do you like what you do?" Because like, right? Like, do you actually like it? You know, right? And think about at the end with Iris, when or maybe not the end, but like the th- it, we're in the third act, mm-hmm. and he goes and pays at the yep. the like the ha- the hotel that you pay yeah. by the hour or whatever. They go in there, and she's like trying to like do her job, and he's like, "No, no, 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 no! You don't need to do this. Yeah, you don't need to. We don't need to make it." as yeah. they said back in the 70s. Yeah. And um he's like getting like more and more visibly frustrated because yeah. his idea of what this woman should want for her life is different than what it seems she actually wants, right? Yeah. So like that's problematic, right? Yeah. So he he walks into Betsy's place of work. She's doing great and he's like I'm going to rescue you. Yep. He just wants to go in and like rescue somebody. So yeah. anyways. Well, he wants to save Right from the get-go. He right wants from, to save the city, right? He wants. Yeah. To, he wants to be the hero. He wants to be Batman. Um, and uh, but he does. He's not in the same socioeconomic class as Batman. <laughs> no, and so, not. rather than having a bunch of gadgets, 
He has a mohawk, and he makes one gadget. He does make one gadget out of the like out of a drawer, drawer thing. Um, but I think what's inherently wrong is that is that sense of like he has the right mm-hmm. to be like, no, I, I I know what you need. Right. Obviously, you can't be happy here. Right. So I need to save you from this because my worldview is as such. Yes, and mine is the only worldview, mm-hmm. and he views himself as detached from the world, as like. You know, in, in his like diaries, whatever he writes, he's like, "Look at this trash. Look at the scum here. Mm-hmm. Look at you know this garbage. I'm gonna, you know, somebody needs to come clean this up. Like, uh, they're all well. A bunch of people do come in his <clears throat> cab because he talks about every night after he, he gets off work, he has cum. to clean up the cum and yeah. the blood. This is true. So pl- plenty of people are coming. I yeah. think people need to stop <laughs> coming. I think that's the issue. Yes. Um, but. There was some uh, uh, in the famous in the famous <laughs> what? Uh, oh, no, I was gonna <laughs> in the famous scene. I'm jumping ahead. I know I am, but like you're fine. When he's like, you are you talking to me? Talking to me? He says like, well, I'm the only one here. Mm-hmm. I think it was the the guy who wrote, wrote the screenplay uh, said he's like that's the truest line in the whole movie. I'm the only one here. To to him, he's like, I'm the only one here. I'm the only person here. What if this whole thing was a dream? Could be. You know, I had a when I was rewatching this film, mm-hmm. and uh, disclaimer: there's no basis for this. Mm-hmm. I've, I haven't read anything that would, be, you know, corroborate this. Mm-hmm. But there's one point in the film where uh, he's doing his nightcab thing, and a chick gets in the cab, and you don't see her face, but it looks like Betsy. Like it's like wearing the same like white dress that Betsy mm-hmm. was wearing, and she like gets in the cab, right? And then literally no dialogue. He drops her off at this like hotel looking thing, whatever. And then the movie happens, and then at the end. After all that shit goes down, Betsy gets in the cab and she's also wearing like the white, like get up. Mm-hmm. And so I had a thought like, what if everything like she gets in the cab, he like sees her and then just like it plays out. Im- imagines this whole so, like reality. You're not totally off base, actually. Well, I know the theory that the end is a dream. Yes. In his but, dying moments. Yes, but somebody actually said, and I and I believe that De Niro and Scorsese have come out and said that like. He survived, right? And you know this is real. It's more so, it, yeah. Uh, but I think it's the screen uh, writer. I I could be wrong. Paul He's, Schrader. Yes, he said. I'm I'm pretty sure it was Schrader who said this. He said that he views the end as the beginning. Interesting. And so he was like, in my head, it's almost like if you line them up perfectly, it's seamless and it starts over. That would be interesting. The only thing that pulled me away from my idea and would pull me away from that theory is the fact that she knows him one and says I saw you in the paper yeah true but I think and and, and I do think that in his uh, um, example it might be more metaphorical in the sense of like okay. it's just going to be a cycle he's just going to do it again and, oh, again and again and again and okay, again okay. because he's presented at the end as almost like he's better <sighs> yeah but there's a like a glimpse where he like l- looks back at nothing, yeah. That I think was there to show that he's still like there's something, something wrong. Maybe nothing, but there's something. And, yeah, and that that's it's just gonna be a cycle. Oh. Like, uh, the you know s- society and culture had had taken this person who, like, has a disdain for people, and right. for, you know, human nature, and made him the hero. Yeah. Uh, so we're talking about the ending at this point. Yes, which is uh, fine. And we can, we can jump back to the beginning. We yep. can jump to the middle. And we can jump to wherever we want to jump, We can right? jump to the left, to the right. To the right. To the uh, front, to the back. 
up, down, all around. Let's jump. Jump, 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 jump. All right, go Do on. you want to actually jump while we record? <laughs> no, I don't. I wonder how that would sound. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> it's not, not a good sound. No. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay, so we're talking about the end. Um, I've read that both Scorsese and Schrader and Robert De Niro, for that matter, all say that he survives at the end. Mm -hmm. And Paul Schrader, what I read is that the ending is more so, because it's so jarring, right? It's like all this stuff happens, there's this climax, there's blood everywhere, and then at the end it's like a happy ending, right? Yeah. It's like, what? Well, it's The tone of the movie has completely shifted after like... Yeah. After something that like, you knew that there was no coming back from that, right? Right? Well, it's, it's like nothing happens then everything happens mm-hmm. then it's like nothing happens again okay yeah and i don't want to say nothing happens it's just slow it's very but know, yeah but uh what i read that paul schrader said is that this is a it's a dialogue on how we are always and this continues to present day we're always like uh uh deifying these awful people in the mm. world right we're like yeah. putting them up on this pedestal and like like think about how many Paul Bundy or Ted <laughs> Paul Bundy. <laughs> What's the thing to do with like the raccoon hat? <laughs> how many Ted Bundy movies, movies, yeah. documentaries? And what's have come funny out? about Ted Bundy is that in the films that that he's that that are about him, mm-hmm. he's played by a beautiful man, very sure. attractive man. And what's funny? Well, is they that haven't gotten me yet, <clears> but. You're on the short list. Um, what's funny is that I'm what blushing. Do, what do they talk about when you talk about Ted Bundy? Uh, they talk about how charming and exactly. like uh, eccentric he was. It's all positive things. Mm-hmm. He was so handsome. He was so charming. He was such a you know a smooth talker. He was so likable. But is that is that meant to be <clears throat> like a a warning what that you if you meet someone charming and attractive? To get the fuck away and go for I that mean, kid with the buck teeth. Maybe. I had buck teeth when I was a kid. Uh, maybe. But I'm saying, like, it's f- interesting that that's the first things that are, that mm-hmm. people say when they talk about Ted Bundy. Mm-hmm. Not he was a horrible, horrible person who murdered people. Right. And stalked people. It's like, no, he was just so charming. Right. And it's like... It's just kind of messed up, like like when you th- when you think about it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so to your point, here's this guy. To, Paul, to Paul's point, yes. Here, here's this guy who. Okay, maybe he was trying to quote unquote save this girl, this twelve year old, fourteen year old, whatever she. I think she's. I think Jodie Foster is twelve. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how how Iris is supposed to be. Maybe fourteen. Um. He maybe he's trying to do that, but he but if you know him, he's crazy. Like he's really dangerous, right? Uh, and and I shouldn't use the word crazy. I, I I don't like saying that, but he's really detached, troubled, troubled. Um. But he got his wish to play the hero. You know. Yeah, unless it's all. Unless it's all a dream in his mind. Um, Can we talk about all yeah. the people that like enabled him to 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 do this? Easy Andy. Uh, Easy Andy was the the salesman, right? Yeah. But what about uh, um, Doughboy, <laughs> Doughman? What was his name? Oh, Doughboy, right? 
Uh, yeah, yeah. Because Doughboy was, was the one that was like, I know a guy. Is that the guy who, who gives him... Set him up with Easy, Easy? Andy. Yeah. But also... Um, I like how... Sorry. I like how Easy Andy goes from like, yeah, I'm a salesman who deals in guns, mm-hmm. to just like, you want meth, crack, coke? Right. Lead? I can get you a Cadillac I, for $2,000 with got, a pink slip. Yeah. Like, he just goes off the rails. Right. Anyway, go on. Well, because once you close a sale like that, because he's like, you know, you might want the 44, but it's kind of expensive. Yeah. And this guy's like, I want those four guns. Yeah. I want all four of them. He's like... And I'll take the holster. Oh, well, in that case... <laughs> In that case, yeah. I'm get you a Cadillac. Man, I would get the Cadillac if it was me. Yeah. I wouldn't have gotten the guns. Probably a good choice. Imagine just driving the Cadillac straight into that room. Like but I think it's <laughs> like straight up the stairs. You could have taken everyone out that much quicker. I think that's that's more to the point of like just the 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 world that he lives in. You know? Cuz even when when he shoots the guy who's like robbing the convenience store, mm-hmm. The guy's like, I'll take care of it. I got it. Yeah. Like, he's like, I don't have this registered. It's not my name. He's like, what am I going to do? He's like, dude, get out of here. I got it. Right. It's not like, holy shit, dude, you just killed a guy, and you're probably going to get in trouble because mm-hmm. you don't have a registered gun. He's like, no, I've got you. So it's just like. Yeah. He starts beating the crap out of that guy. Yeah, he gets a crowbar and starts, like, beating him. Like, Fifth time this month, he starts beating the crap yeah, out of him. Yeah, so it's like, mm. that was like, that was like his his like oh i can do this is he kills this dude and he's like oh i'm fine nothing happened mm-hmm. i got banked frankly um you know, sorry i'm just glancing through some stuff do you know this film got booed at the canes film festival really i didn't know that because it was too violent i did know that there's a lot of controversies because and actually he had to desaturize the color desaturate yes you're right uh <laughs> of the color of, of the third act because just for it to get an r rating Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it was going to be X. Yeah, um, and then obviously, did you ever go see an X-rated film? What did you ever go see an, I've X-rated, never seen an X-rated film? film. I think I've seen an NC-17 movie, but that's kind of the same thing as our. I saw an X-rated film one time because uh, this guy we went to high school with him. You're gonna beep out his name if I say his last name, so you know who I'm talking about. Jonathan. Do you know who that is? I know the name. I don't. His dad owned the Tinseltown in Fayetteville for a long time. Okay. And so, what did you go see? I don't even remember. It didn't. It doesn't matter. I think it was like, I don't know. <laughs> what was X about it? Was it like nudity or no? It was, it was a lot of violence. Oh. It, was, it was a lot of violence, you know. And uh, but yeah, we could just go to the theater and just watch movies all day. You know what's wild is that get free popcorn. This Cokes. movie now would be if you took out the cuss words and like the porno uh, theater, theater, it'd probably be like PG thirteen. Yeah, probably. Because the violence is, I mean, the dude gets like. What about the yeah? What off. about the hand? That's a, that's a bit much. Yeah, it just goes to show like how desensitized we are now. Mm-hmm. To be like, this is not much. Um, but anyway, uh, I don't even know what you were you talking about. I think you're talking about people who like enabled him. Oh yeah, that's just kind of like the world that 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 he he lives in. No one's equipped to to handle these kind of thoughts or feelings. Right. Even when he tries to talk about them. Yeah, no, he's trying to open up to people yeah. and like tell them, yo, something's not right. Yeah. Uh, I've got okay. these thoughts. And that's when Wiz is literally like, you'll do fine. Uh, yeah. You're, you're going to be good. I'm going to get in my cab and drive away now. Go get laid, man, and you'll be good. Yeah. You know what helps me in these situations? <laughs> well, think about right at the beginning when dude's like, uh, I've got, dude, when Travis is like, uh, I've got insomnia. And the, the guy that works at the, the cab place is like, that's what, aren't, that's what the porno theaters are for. You know, so we, you know what's interesting? 
uh, I know a lot of things that are interesting, but I want to hear another one. Okay, cool. So Paul Schrader was talking about when he wrote this film, and he was like, I wrote it about myself, um, in a sense, where he was saying that he had gone through a divorce, mm-hmm. and then like another breakup at the time, he's living in New York City, and like for a few weeks, he lived out of his car. Yeah. And he said like he was having trouble sleeping and like would go to the porno theaters and stuff and realized that he hadn't talked to a single person in like weeks. Mm. And so he was like, he's like, this is, this part of this is about like, like his own experience. Yeah. And so that is fascinating. There have been days where I realized around five o'clock where I've been like, I haven't said a word today. Those days are great. <laughs> in my opinion. No. Yeah. But, but it, it's always, it's, uh. it's needed, but sometimes it's just like, it's just such a weird thought to be like, mm-hmm. I haven't spoke. Cause sometimes do I talk to myself all the time? I was going to ask, not you specifically, but like sometimes I'll be in the house and I'll just be like, I'm cooking bacon. Like, no, dude, <laughs> literally just be like, I've had like singing a little song with myself. Um, do you talk to your dogs? Do you talk to whiskey? Yes. Like oh, yeah. when no one else is in the house and you're just like, hello, whiskey. Oh yeah, totally. But I'm saying like, hello, whiskey. Because of that, those days are weird. Where I've been yeah. like, I haven't said a word today. Hey, baby. Let me get some kisses. Um, what? what? Nothing. At her. That meow was like a... <laughs> was a horrible interpretation. Like a horrible... <laughs> uh, um, but anyway, it's just it's interesting how isolated people can, can, can become and like, no, and like what it does. You've awoken her. Maybe you gotta stay put. You woke her up. She was docked and asleep. She was on the charger. Oh, whiskey girl. Get out, baby. Okay. We'll, we'll discuss whiskey in a minute. Um, yes. Anyway. Uh, Can we talk about the... Yeah. I, I, I want to ask you, why Why do you think... I have I have ideas, but why do you think he went from, like, I'm your biggest fan to the, the senator who's running for president... To wanting to assassinate him. I was gonna say, like, um, I was gonna ask you the same thing, actually. Like, why do you think he? Well, I asked you first. So, well, he had that encounter with Palantine, Palantine, um, Palpatine, Palpatine, in his cab. Mm-hmm. Um, this was when he was like, quote unquote, dating Betsy. Right? Was were things still okay then? Was it? I thought that was post porno theater. I can't remember. Anyway, things things. I don't think he had like gone to like confront her or whatever and like make a scene yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's like, he's like almost like, ex- he's like ex- smiling, excited about it. And he's talking to him about how people need to clean up the city. Right. Yeah. And Palpatine is talking. Yeah. Um, but he does from then it doesn't, that doesn't seem to be like a, that doesn't seem to be like a a bad encounter for him. Well, it's an interesting encounter yeah. to me um, because it's clear that he's very like supportive of this guy, whether mm-hmm. it's just because Betsy is, Betsy or, is, or if, if he's actually like looked into it, I'm not sure, but he's, you know, having a conversation with this guy and uh, the socioeconomic divide is very, yep. very apparent yep. because Travis is like, oh, you know, I, I, I'm telling everyone who gets in my cabs that they should vote for you. Yep. And he's like, you know what? I've been in a lot of limos, but I learn more in cabs. Yeah. And it's like something that a rich a rich man would say, right? Yeah. Um, also, when they get out of the cab, I, I didn't see how much money they gave him, but I assume it was like a lot, mm-hmm. like like multiple 100s. 
you know, and like keep the change kind yeah. of thing. Cause he like looked at it and then like looked back up at him. Um, so there's like the socioeconomic, like huge gap that might've just like created some resentment for yeah. this person. Right. Coupled with the fact that he he'd been rejected, he either had been rejected or, or was, was about to be. to be rejected by this woman who he had thought he would be able to save, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Um, sort of save from him, right? In that, at least from that job, right? But go on. But in addition to that, think about he, Travis has this really detached like diatribe about the scum in the city and how someone just needs to come through and like clean it up just like clean it all up get rid of it all you know blah 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 right Mm -hmm. and if i was the senator i'd be like okay uh and i might try to say something like you know i i see where you're coming from but what he says to travis is i understand what you're saying and it's going to require like a radical a radical Radical change change what's that going to do to someone who's like unhinged yep Without getting political, Radical but change. also kind of getting political, there's been times in the past couple of years where I'm thinking of one in particular during a presidential debate where a certain candidate was told to, like, would you speak out against certain groups? Mm-hmm. And said individual said, stand down and stand by. Do you know what I'm referring to? Yeah, yeah. I think those are two separate things, but exactly. No, but I'm I'm saying like people who are already on the fringe, if you will, yeah, will interpret that. Oh yeah, yeah. saying you're like, right. you're oh right. okay, all right. I I know what you what you're actually saying. Mm-hmm. So to your point, I guess Travis could be saying like, I know what you're actually saying. It's going to be, but for, but for them for him to then turn to, um, I'm going to kill this guy. Mm-hmm. Is interesting. Um, that. I think could be seen, in my opinion, as like, um, yes, it could be this like resentment, this socioeconomic thing, but also in a way, because he's so fixated on Betsy, he's being like, well, if I can't take her from the job, I'll take the job from her, right? I'll, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it it just translates from her because it, it just bleeds over from her obsession, like with her, right? To him, um, I don't know. What do you think? His Sorry, I'm thinking about I'm thinking about his obsession with her, and when they're at the diner and he's saying, uh, you know, I felt this connection the second I saw you. Like if I didn't feel that, I wouldn't have walked in and talked to you. Didn't you feel it too? Yeah. And she's like uneasy, and she's like, well, if 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 I didn't feel it, I wouldn't be here right now. You know, but like, yeah, it already feels like she's uncomfortable to me. I mean, I don't know. Maybe she's into it. Maybe she's into detached people. She seemed. Tri- intrigued up until the porno theater and she was just like this is mm-hmm. I'm sorry that, that she even went in frankly yeah you know it was a weird f- film too it's just like montage of like sperm oh yeah 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 egg that's right that's and right, then that's some right. sort of like something was Orgy. going on it was like a butt I saw a butt well I saw a butt but before yeah. the before that there were like it was some it was like cells or something yeah like um, plant matter I don't know what it yeah. was you gotta lay down baby and then there was the butts. There were the butts. And then she left during the um, butts. There were couples in there too. Like I was, because he said, oh, a lot of couples go to yeah, stuff like he this. He wasn't entirely wrong. Um, I was looking at the people in the theater as she was walking out. And uh, yeah, there were couples in there. Anyways. Let me ask you something. Ask me something. Um, what, what do you, th- where do you think he pivoted from? I'm a little off too. I'm going to. I don't buy some guns. I don't know if he ever pivoted. I think. Like from the get go, in my opinion, it seemed like he 
had this complex that he was going to like save somebody, right? He was just waiting for the right opportunity to. So yeah. at first it was uh, Betsy that didn't work, and then it was like I guess the people from from uh, Palatine that didn't work, and so finally it, it settled on like Iris. But I think he was just waiting for that opportunity, and he was working his butt off to get all this money. I think so that he could make that purchase and do that thing. You know what I mean? Like there was no, there was no like, man, this is a lot of money, which I guess, <laughs> I guess at that point you're not really worried about your 401k. Yeah. If, you, if you're getting yeah. ready to go. There was, uh, there's, there's no foresight. I right, guess. right. 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 Um, but I, I, I don't know if there was ever a shift or if it was just like a steady progression uh, into darkness. Cause for me, there was something about his encounter with, uh, I don't think he's ever given a name, but Scorsese's character. Mm-hmm. Well, well, yeah. Where he, um, you know, he drives up to this house, or whatever, and he's looking in the window, sees the silhouette of the woman, and mm-hmm. the guy's like, "I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna kill her," because he, because he's like, "I'm gonna get a 44 Magnum and I'm gonna shoot her in the face," and then he goes and buys that same gun, and sure. so like. I don't know. Maybe to him that was something where he's like, "Oh, this guy's like me." You know what I'm saying? Like, I, there's something interesting to me because it didn't seem. I think I can't remember. Let me see if I can find it. Is it after that when he goes to talk to Wiz? Uh, yeah, I think so. I'm trying to think. I don't know. I think it is, but it seems like after that is when he's like, I'm having these kind of thoughts. It just seemed like that to me for some reason was sort of a turning point. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I don't know. Um, Why do you think he went up to the, the secret secret service guy and talked to him? Well, I think Just to like show that he could? Or uh, like maybe, but I think there was a weird fascination with it because he talks about like when he's in his letters to like his parents and even when he's talking to... Iris, he's like, oh, I'm working for the government. You know, I'm doing these things for the government. I can't tell you what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So I do think it was part of like a taunt, but also like maybe like this interesting like. What if he was working for the government the whole time? Maybe he was. I think it's also this interesting like admiration or like I I don't you're, you're gonna fall. You said that last week and I didn't idolization maybe of like. I I think he maybe views them as like, oh, they're saving people. I don't know. It's interesting. Mm -hmm. You know, like I think there was some sort of fascination with it. This is pro-cop propaganda, this film. No. That's what you said. Because he even says that the cops don't do anything. Okay, okay. But I'm saying like this mysterious... service. This mysterious like, you know what I mean? Like it's just Mm -hmm. this interesting... Or maybe he was just scoping out the security. It could be that simple. Yeah, that he was planning on killing Palpatine, and he was just trying to see like what kind of detail he had. Okay, because he did get an eye on the other guy with the camera, like when he was like running away or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Or just walking away. Because it is it interesting. Like, let me ask you this, and then we can start wrapping up. Um, why do you think he pivoted from Palatine to just going to kill? Uh, sport. Um, I think it was 
I mean, I don't know, maybe just this urge to like do something. It's like desperation. Like he he needs to to do the thing, right? He needs to save somebody. And uh Palatine looks looked like it was gonna be a difficult kill. So he was like, you know who'd be easy to kill? Um uh Sport Matthew. Sport Matthew and a hotel man and that gangster guy who went in there. Yeah. Because that that's kind of I the vibe that I got is that he had worked himself up to the point where he was like, I have to do something. Mm-hmm. You need that release. Yeah. Um, Spent all that time in those theaters. A lot of built up tension. Now, my last question to you. Okay. Is because we haven't really talked about this yet is just as a movie, as like a, as a film filmmaker perspective, Thoughts? What do you mean? Isn't it? I'm, 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 just, I'm just saying, like, like, like how it's made, like the shots, just the okay. score. Okay. Okay. Like, Can I give you one good shot? Like one yeah. shot that I was like, oh, I like that. Yeah. Um. Right at the end, when he does like the the pistol to the, yeah, the yeah. temple, and he goes, and then it does the overhead shot. Yeah. But it's like tracks out. Right. But time is like frozen. They're all just like yeah. frozen in time. That is such a cool shot. Yeah. It's something that's been done so many times since. It may have been done before that. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe Scorsese took it from something that he saw. Like you ever seen the Void? No, I, th- I think it's a movie that I watched. I, with actually, I look into the Void every night. I watched with Ethan, Ethan before, and it's, oh, cool! And it does that again, where this person like dies, and it shows mm-hmm. like they're over their body, and it like travels through a building. That's another theory, just like that. That's another theory that I that I heard was that that overhead shot is like him leaving his, his body, his spirit, like his soul, like floating over. Yeah, and then and then the end of the film with all the like. Our hero, thank you for saving our daughter. If you ever come to Pittsburgh, yeah. even though you like killed three people, you're welcome. You're guest. welcome, a guest in our home, in like the, hey Travis, yeah, you know all that was just like his dying thoughts, yeah, which I could totally see. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's a great shot. But I, I, I always love the the score of this movie. <laughs> It's like the same song for about 50 minutes. And then in the second half of the film, I just think it's such there's an, a second song that they play. <laughs> it's just such an interesting thing that this no, it like is. No, I agree. calming, smooth jazz. Do you notice that when uh, Sport slash Matthew was calming down Iris, he puts on a record and it's that song? Yeah. <gasps> it's not just background music. It's in the... Gr- foreground music what do you think of 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 her performance and like that casting? oh it's so funny because i used to like i took a a, a psychology of film class mm-hmm. and i learned all these terms and <laughs> it's like the ideas are still in there but the terms are gone <laughs> it's not background music, it's foreground no music, it's, but uh, it's not it's not diatonic yeah there you diatonic. go thank you diatonic see words. you you do you do stuff you should be throwing these words <laughs> out there man where it's like the music is actually in the scene. Right, 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 right. You asked me another question. I was saying, like, what do you think of, like, Jodie Frosters? Jodie <laughs> Jody who? Jodie Frosters. Jodie Frosters. Jodie Frosters' per- performance. She's got two, like, <laughs> ice guns. Just, Chill. Frost. Everybody. Everybody. Chill. Chill. Uh, Jodie Frosters. Um, what about her? I mean, like, what did you think? She was like 12. 12. Yeah, this was like her first performance, I believe. She did great. Uh, <laughs> big fan. <laughs> big fan of the glasses that she wore at the diner. 
Oh, totally. Those like, are the, dope. The lenses were like bigger than the lens holes. Yeah. Those are dope. The frames. Um, let me read you something. This is from Wikipedia, so it's spot on. And then mm-hmm. I have one last thing. We have to wrap up because we're getting getting uh, run along. It was saying that people were concerned over her uh, presence during the shootout. Uh, she was uh, present during. The, she was saying that she was there during this, this setup and the staging, mm-hmm. uh, and kind of knew like what was happening. But they said that she was also um, uh, fascinated by it. But before being given the part, she was subject to psychological testing um, to make sure that she had to know, like, w- that she was like fully aware that it was one not real, but also like what was happening and like what she was doing, I guess, and that she, what was, she was taking part of. Yeah, like prostitution and stuff. And so she was saying years later she confessed that she uh, was uncomfortable with how her character was with, with with the treatment of her character on set. Um, the treatment of her character? Yeah, she set? says that she confessed to how uncomfortable the treatment of her character was on set. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to read this, this through. It says, Scorsese did not know how to approach different scenes with the actress. The director lied on Robert De Niro to deliver his direction to the young actress. Foster ex- often expressed how De Niro in that moment would become a, a mentor to her, stating that her, act- her acting career, career was highly influenced by the actor's advice during her filming on Taxi Driver. And that's interesting is that I always wondered like how you would film like with Harvey uh, Keitel, like that scene with him and her. Mm-hmm. She's 12. Like what he's being a essentially a pedophile, right? Right. How do you coach that? And well, even the scene with the scene with, with Travis with Travis and her when she's like unbuckling his pants. Yeah, like what to do? Like that's well, he's probably thirty. I think he's like thirty-one or two when he's filming this. Sure, but she's twelve. Um, she's twelve, and so that's a very strange thing to film. Mm-hmm. But also, even when he's leaving, he's like, "Oh, sweet, sweet Iris," and like crests her face, and it's like. I was watching that, and I was like, he's trying to save her, but he, he's also, like, just as creepy. Yeah. So it's interesting. Uh, but also, this film did, in fact, also, in part at least, feed the delusion of John Hinckley Jr. Okay. Do you know who, who that is? Yeah. Uh, he had the attempted assassination of President Reagan. Mm-hmm. He was like obsessed with Jodie Foster. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And like tried to stalk her and all this kind of stuff, trying to get attention. Um, and, and he, he thought that killing Reagan would would do. Yes, it, yeah, right? and like he mimicked his like his uh, mohawk appearance. He was found not guilty by reason of insanity. But was, Did, didn't Jodie Foster come out like at some point? And like, I think she was joking, but she was like, "By the way, like, I won't say I wasn't like." Intrigued, or something like that. Didn't I don't know. I, I look it up. I'm gonna look it up. Um. Uh, but it's interesting, and it says that uh, when Scorsese heard about Hinckley's motivation behind the assassination, he briefly thought about quitting filmmaking, as the association brought a negative perception of the film. Mm-hmm. Did you find anything? Well, it's gonna. Let's see. Ba, 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 ba. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. So last year, uh, here's a Jodie Foster quote. Uh, Truth be told, I was a little impressed. Ah, uh, probably in bad taste there, Jodie. <laughs> anyway, uh, anything else before we wrap it up? 
Um, I mean, we're probably missing something, right? This in this deep dive. When you dive too deep, sometimes you miss what's up at the surface. I will read this. I'll finish it with this. This is a uh, a critical response from Rob, Robert Roger Ebert Ebert, mm-hmm. who was a famed film film critic. Yeah. Um, he praised it as uh, instantly praised it as one of the best films he had ever seen. He said, "Taxi Driver is a hell." From the opening shot of a cab emerging from the Stygian clouds of steam into the cinematic killing scene in which the camera finally looks straight down, Scorsese wanted to look away from Travis's rejection. We we almost want to look away from his life, but there he is, all right, and he's suffering. Mm. He is suffering. Yeah. Well, there you have it. So what do you think? Well, what do you think? Because this is your episode. Okay, sorry, ask me the Uh, question. But is Taxi Driver good? It is a masterpiece of the film genre. It's great. Okay. Fantastic. Okay. It is a classic for sure. Yeah, it's it's a good film. It's what do you think? Film. I don't think it's I don't think it's amazing. Like I don't think it's a masterpiece. Yeah. It's a very good film. It's one that should be studied. It's one that you should yeah. watch in your film classes. All you budding film directors who are Definitely. listening to us because because we because are we, yeah, we've we, made it. We we've made it. Um watch this one, young one. Yeah. But you know, it's it's great. It's 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 awesome. Yeah. Do we want to hop into some shitty movie reviews or yeah, uh, uh, every movie sucks? Because every movie actually sucks. Mm-hmm. I'm talking right at the mic. I'm sorry. Oh, I, I do need to add that this film is certified fresh mm. uh, at 96%. Audience scores like 93 or something. Yep. So it's, it's, it's usually, if not considered a masterpiece, it's unanimously considered uh, <laughs> a great film. Some of these reviews, they're not, they're not bad reviews, but I want to read them anyways. Go for it. Here's a four star that says she was right. He was a Scorpio. <laughs> She knew it. Oh, uh, it's funny. Uh, here's another one that just says, I too would be mad if the, at the world if my name was Travis Bickle. That's not very constructive there, sir. How do I get to the freaking reviews? Gosh. Good good golly. Here we go. Dun, Here we go. Dun, 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 dun. Bree says, I can see why this is a classic in some eyes, but honestly wasn't my vibe. I was digging this movie in the beginning, excited for what was in store, yet I became slowly more bored as it progressed. The ending also pissed me off and confused me. Well, sometimes when thoughts are provoked, they are pissed off and confused thoughts. That's true. Uh, This is from Chloe, half star. Boo! Bad movie. I regret watching it. OMG, wow, so masculine of him. Guns, muscles, and traumatizing a 12-year-old girl that was already unwell. I hate how they gave him the girl that he practically stalked and violated at the end. You missed the point, in my opinion. Here's a one-star review by Claire. It just says, incel. Okay. Uh, Half-star from Taquitos, like, okay. Okay, here's a very 2022 review. Of this film. This is extremely 2022. What? Nothing. You said, this, here's a very 2022 review. Okay. I don't get it. Why'd you say it's extremely 2022? Doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> I'm confused. You threw me off. Sorry. <laughs> Explain you yourself. Said, here's a very 2022 review. Uh-huh. And I just said, yeah, it's extremely 2022. I haven't said the review yet. <laughs> If I said that's so 1970s and you said, yeah, that's extremely 1970s, would that make more sense? No. <laughs> okay. Okay. He gets it now. I get it. Um, I was just overthinking it. Uh, this half star of you says, this shit was mid AF. 
That is a very tw- t- 2022 review. <laughs> Mid TBH. I hate that phrase, dude. I hate Mid. it. I hate it so much. If if we're talking about phrases that we hate, I hate I hate the word masterclass, <laughs> which you used earlier. And I didn't want to Why? say anything. Is I don't it, know. Is it because I don't of know. masterclass? I just, like I just the... feel like there's all these these sleazy snake oil salesmen on the internet they're like oh take my master class on, on well I was gonna say there's like a like a platform called master class right this one says are men okay here for fear says really didn't like or understand this movie feels like a movie that at the time was telling a new slash interesting story but it is kind of just the story of an incel with him as the protagonist wouldn't recommend unless you have a sharp eye for directing to appreciate Scorsese. Sharp eye for directing to appreciate Scorsese. There we go. I'm trying to find one more. Um, <laughs> here we go. Uh, Half Star. Like, literally, what is this movie even about? Okay. Here's a review. It's one star from Balls Ligma, and it says, <laughs> read my name backwards. <laughs> Ligma balls. Oh, balls ligma? Balls ligma. How's that? Okay. Oh. Okay. Not like literally backwards, I gotcha. but... I got you. I got you. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> We're two for two, Hunter. <laughs> We're two for I two. I was off my game. Uh, Chloe right. says, boo, bad movie. I regret watching it. Oh, my gosh. I wow. read that one. <laughs> oh, so masculine of him. Guns, muscles. <laughs> I read that one. Okay. Cool. Uh, let me just see. I think people who are saying like this movie is like misogynistic or whatever is like, mm-hmm. yes, it is. That's the whole point of it. Right. It's a commentary on that. Anyway, this says movie sucked ass. Film bros always eat this shit up. Well, but but hold on because there are a lot of people that uh, will watch movies like this and they will like make the protagonist a, like their hero, yeah. right? I know. So. I think that some of the criticism against the the Fair. misogyny and all that kind of stuff is is warranted because think about people who say that like it's like if someone tells you and don't get me wrong I love this film but American Psycho if someone's like oh I love American Psycho it's like okay why 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 do you answer love it? An- answer that for riddle me this yes why because these are someone two, says oh I love two very different answers oh I love the Joker why yeah. You know, explain yes. yourself. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. Totally. totally. And, and, and I get it. So maybe if it's not coming across completely clear, it can be perceived as like a celebration of something. And for, for anyone who has experienced anything like this directed at them, not like being shot, their yeah. hands shot off, yeah, yeah, but you. like some, some dude who's, who like won't take no for an answer or anything like that. I could see this film being very like it, it would turn you off. In like really quickly. So I saw this 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 video. Right. This is, so th- yeah. Th- that criticism's fine. There's this podcast that I uh, yeah. follow. It's called. <laughs> it's called Get Clitorate. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen. It's actually a fat. It's a really really great. I I followed this this is girl on uh, Instagram and she's about like uh, sexual wellness and feminism and like about like a lot of stuff from the female perspective and like yeah those kind of things, and she posted this video. A lot of the stuff just, just cracks me up. It's just really, really funny. And it's some of the stuff is just like some of the things that women have heard, like have mm-hmm. been told from men, like all this kind of stuff. And someone posted this video. This is this girl 
she was filming herself working out at the gym, as people do. It's a very common thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, if they're, like, fitness people on Instagram, they'll film themselves working out. Mm-hmm. And she was doing, like, like I think it was, like, a lap pull. And while she's filming, this guy walks up to her. And <clears throat> he's, like, she's got headphones on, whatever. And he looks at her while she's working out on a machine. Mm-hmm. And he goes, are you using this machine? And she's like, takes her earbuds out. And she's like, what? And she's like, he's like, are you using this machine? And he, she was just like, yeah. And he goes, okay, anyway, my name's Cody. And like, goes like, reach your hand. And she goes, mm-hmm. okay. And he's like, yeah. all right, we'll see ya. And I was just like, bro. This is exactly what Scorsese was trying to point out. Bro. And it's like. This is this is the yeah, dialogue that like, Scorsese wanted I was just to like, have. This is. I'm being really sarcastic. Well, no, no, but I'm saying like like, <laughs> as somebody you're saying like somebody who might have like encountered somebody like this who like yeah, 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 super yeah, yeah. like just out of touch, and right. saying or like felt like they have a right to be like I can come right and like possess whatever you're doing. That's right into your space because because I'm me, I can come into your space and just like do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. I had a point with that, okay? <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. No, I, I hear your point. I just thought it was funny. Anyway, we can move on. How's Every Movie Sucks? <laughs> it's gone off the rails. Every movie sucks. Give me some theme songs for some uh, some, some shindigs. I got some, I got some news there, my friend. It's time for shindigs tonight. Time for shindigs. Roller tonight. I, I, time Roller for shindig tonight. I got that reference. Yeah, cool. You should have seen <laughs> my game Hunter, Hunter stared at me for like five solid seconds, then smiled and started bobbing side to side. Like, oh, I'm I get just it. Delirious, man. I'm just, I'm just out of it. All right, I've got a lot to go through, so I'm gonna go through it quick. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Um, here's one that you'll be excited about because we're all because I'll have to tell Hannah too. Kristen Ritter, she played. Um, fuck. <laughs> What's her name? <laughs> <laughs> Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones. Okay. From Marvel. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm tired. Um, she is going to star in and executive produce an Orphan Black series. There we go. Orphan Black Echoes. You know, she was also... She's in Breaking Bad, too. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> Shut up. Um, we got a new trailer for uh, Blonde. Orf- wait, 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 wait. An Orphan Black series. So, like, a reboot? I think it's a. I'm not sure. I don't because she can't be one of the orphan black. It's not because they all look like. It's not a reboot. Okay. It might be a prequel. For some reason, I want to say prequel, but it might be a sequel. It's going to be at AMC. It's called Orphan Black Echoes. Okay. Uh, we got our first look at a lot of A24 stuff. Yeah. First look at Sebastian Stan in A Different Man. Okay. He's got like a lot of deformity. Uh, first look at Jennifer Lawrence in Causeway. Mm-hmm. First look at where is it? Um, Brendan Fraser. In the whale, what are you smiling about? You, s- nothing. Tell me. No, nothing. Tell me. Nothing. Just point it out. You said we got a we got a close look at Sebastian Stan and another man. <laughs> Grow up. Listen, this is why I keep it to myself. Um, I have a little smirk. I'm sitting over here. I'm allowed to like think thoughts. I just don't fine. always no, it's speak fine. them. It's fun. Uh, we're getting a Creed slash Rocky spinoff called okay. Drago. Um, Robert Lawson is writing that. Uh, speaking of Rocky, Sly Stone is a superhero in the new movie called Samaritan. I believe it's on Hulu. Just Samaritan. It's called Samaritan. So it could be a bad Samaritan. Who knows? Uh, we got a new look uh, trailer at Blonde, which is on the Armistice Marilyn Monroe film. Mm-hmm. We had the first official released still of Killian Murphy 
as Oppenheimer, mm-hmm. which we saw that uh, teaser. Uh, what else? What else? Uh, Scorsese and DiCaprio are going to reunite for The Wager. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a first look at Timothy Chalet and Taylor Russell and Luca Guadagnino's Bones and All. Uh, Jacob DeGrom. Batalan? Batalan? He's Ned in Spider-Man. Okay. Uh, stars in Reginald the Vampire trailer. Uh, the Is Gray he the vampire? I don't think so. I didn't watch the trailer. I just okay. saw that it came out. Uh, the Gray Man, which is with Ryan Gosling on Nightmares. And it's out, right? It's, it's out. Uh, it's Apparently, it's okay. I haven't watched it. Apparently, it's getting a sequel and a spinoff. It's going to its own cinematic universe. Okay. Uh, here's one that made me roll my eyes. Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis are reprising their roles as Kelso and... Crap, I forgot her name. Anyway, in that 90s show, because, of course, we're getting a show like that. Didn't one of the guys from that 70s show, isn't he, like, not a good person? Yeah, he. I think he's in prison. Um, Danny Masterson. Yeah, what did he go to prison for? Give me two seconds to dig up I think some it was th- 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 sexual like, assault. Okay, that's what I thought. Anyway, uh, we got another uh, a, uh, trailer for Interview with a Vampire Reboot. Okay. Uh, and then Shang-Chi director Destin Daniel Critton is going to direct Avengers The Kang Dynasty. <clears throat> Speaking of that, we got our first look at Kang officially in the Ant-Man 3 poster. What else? The what, big news. What do you mean? Didn't we see Kang in a show? Yeah, but like in his like Kang look, purple face and stuff. Okay. The, looking for it. The surprising news of the week is that Ben Affleck, oh, here you is. go, Ben Affleck is going to reprise his role as Bruce Wayne in Aquaman 2. Okay. Which is interesting because originally it was apparently Michael Keaton was going to be in Aquaman 2. Maybe he is. But then Aquaman himself, Jason, uh, posted on Instagram a picture of him and Ben Affleck in the trailer and a video of like a backstage tour mm-hmm. catching him walking into Ben Affleck's trailer. So that's happening. I don't know what, the, what their plan is. And then a couple, uh, I think not a couple. We who have, knows yeah. if they even have one, man? Uh, we have a couple of people who passed away uh, uh, recently. Uh, rest in peace to David Warner, Paul Sorvino, and then today was Nichelle Nichols, the original Uhura. I'm not saying her name in Star Trek. Uhura, whatever her name is. And then also uh, Bill Russell. Bill Russell passed away. Passed away too. Whew. That was, it. That was a lot. That was a lot. All right, Braves minute. Man, the Braves just swept the Diamondbacks. Mm-hmm. They're, I mean, they're doing well. Uh, so last week we didn't say because it had pretty much just happened. I think I had just not checked the news in a couple hours. But uh, Adam Duvall is out for the season. Um, Austin Riley is hitting homers like nobody's business. Matt Olson is also catching on fire. Wilson, uh, w- William Contreras hit two home runs yesterday. I'm just throwing out names. We've nice. we've just had so much offensive production, and then today we won one to nothing. Uh, but you you said you had something to add to the Braves. Minute. I did. So I was uh, at a shoot last week up on the north side. Oh yeah, I remember, yeah. And uh, it was a really cool event that I got to be a part of, and I got to meet uh, Jeff Francoeur, and and I got to see the World Series trophy, and. And I got to hold Jeff Francoeur's World Series ring. And I thought, you're crazy, dude. I'm going to drop this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a picture taken with him. These did you cool. ask him to hold it? Or did he, he say, handed it to me. do you want to hold He's this? Like, Here. And I was just like, uh, okay. That's cool. I walked up to the World Series table thing and yeah. I kicked it on accident. And I was like, guys, get me away from this. <laughs> that was very cool. He spoke at this event that I was filming. 
Yeah. Um, it was a lot of fun. It's very cool. That cool. was my that was my add my addition to your World Series. To addition. All we need. Well, we need something to happen because the trade deadline is uh, in less than 48 hours. So we need some, I think we need some um, outfield help. Mm-hmm. And I think m- maybe a Jock Peterson uh, reunion is in, ha- mm-hmm. in store. You know, we need, I think we need a, 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 a outfielder and we need a starting pitcher because like Ian, Ian did great yesterday. Yeah. Ian was lights out yesterday, but he's against just. Against the Diamondbacks. Against the Diamondbacks. But he's just been so hit or miss, right? Mm-hmm. Like literally, people can just hit, 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 or miss, miss, no, miss, maybe. miss. Yep. But the 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 Giants have said that they want to. They're shopping Jock Peterson and their starting pitcher, their veteran starting pitcher uh, Rodone. Get them both. Get them both. Yeah. Let's make a deal. Make a deal. Because if Jock's on the team, we're winning again. Yep, like I, totally. I'm. You can't convince me otherwise. He's won that, the last two World Series with different he, teams. Yeah, well, but when he came to Atlanta and rode on the bus with the pitchers, yep, and they were playing whatever card game they were playing, whatever it was, yep, and said, "Y'all are those mfers." Mm-hmm. That's when we turned it around. Yep, and we've already got it. The bus is already moving in the right direction this year. Yep. So imagine if he comes back. Boom! Look out! So brave. It's the bravest thing I've done all week. There it is. All right, whiskey shots. We gotta be quick. Um, yeah, whiskey's. Um, it popped. It popped. She's okay in the sense that she's still purring and eating and, you know, moving around a little bit. But her tumor uh, ruptured. Mm-hmm. Came home today to find a big old, essentially a crater. <laughs> where a tumor once where was. Where a tumor was. And it's still there, mind you. It's moved throughout her body, but it's much flatter. Um, and it's open and it's kind of gross. It's, yeah, it's, so we're not going to be posting pictures on Instagram. No, goodness gracious, no. But she's, you know, we're kind of keeping guys posted through this. Um, going to call, call the vet tomorrow, try and keep her, because I'm be out of town for the next two weeks. Mm-hmm. Keep her comfortable um, these next couple of weeks. Maybe there's a chance with some, you know, antibiotics that can kind of de-inflame it. Yeah. A little bit. Um, I'm going to be hanging out with her next week. You will. You'll be kind of house-sitting for us. Um the whole deal is that as long as she's she's still eating and using the restroom and purring mm-hmm. and moving around a little bit, she's essentially fine. Yeah. Um, and if we can kind of clean this up and heal up a little bit, um, she's probably going to have a cone, though. Yeah. I think she needs but one. We're keeping you guys posted. She's okay. It's just, it's it's getting tough. Yeah. She's moving a little slow. Anyway, you know what she needs right now? Whiskey shots. Whiskey shots. Does whatever a whiskey cat does. Okay. Where can they find us, Zach? You can find us on uh, Twitter. I forgot the name of that app for a second. At B-I-I-G Podcast. You can find us on email. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're tired. We're we're on the emails. (laughs) Yes. You can send us electronic emails, electronic mails at... uh, B-I-I-G podcast at gmail.com. Is that right? Yep. Okay, thank you. <laughs> and we're also on Instagram at But Is It Good Podcast. Yes. Throw so us a like. You can follow the pod at But Is Good Podcast. You also can follow Zach at Zach to the Future. Mm-hmm. Follow me at Hunter Callahan Music. Say hello. Um, we just posted our schedule for August. Let us yep. know which one you're most excited for. And um, yeah, stay beautiful out there. San Diego. San Diego. And Atlanta. <laughs> and the and, world. Uh, my friends in Atlanta. They both know where we've been. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, is that from Good Life? Yeah. 
Um, next week we're doing Scarface. So um, if you want to play rough, okay, because we're gonna play rough. <laughs> I don't get the reference next yet. week. It's from Scarface. I, You'll I, see. I, I figured. Yeah. Okay. All right. See you guys next week. Bye. See ya. But is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, this week we are driving. <laughs> uh, we are driving into a classic film. Uh, some have called it a masterpiece. Um, a film that explores sanity. Um, explores uh, some in some ways um, vigilantism. Uh, reality, what is re- the reality for the person? Oh, let's start over. <laughs> 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 <laughs>